When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's Monday night, so you know what that means. Another episode of The Loud Pedal. I'm joined with my co-host, Michael Clark Griswold. What's up? And of course, me, the mouth. Our special guest tonight, the OG! The 2021 Bridgeport's most popular modified driver, Ryan Creighton. Welcome back, Ryan. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me again. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Anytime, buddy. We have Anytime. it's an annual thing now. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so, me too, me too. Uh I guess we'll start out. Uh how if you had to grade yourself on twenty twenty one, how would you grade yourself? You, you guys there? I just lost you. Yeah, we're here. Uh, we're here. You didn't lose us. Hey, hey, sorry. Um I lost you for a split second. <laughs> the second you were oh, asking me that question. No, you're good. <laughs> I was just I was saying, um, if you had to grade yourself on your twenty twenty one season what would you what would what grade would you give yourself uh, I, I mean we we had some good speed like a b minus we we need more wins we got one we got one win last year too many seconds way 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 too many seconds last year um and way too way too many seconds underneath the guy coming to the line as well so just because of that we gotta we gotta downgrade ourselves but but um just striving to get better year after year, and hopefully this year we can knock off a bunch and continue the speed into the next season. Yeah, I agree. I went to quite a few races at Bridgeport last year, and you guys were fast every week in and week out. It's just, I feel like Bridgeport is a it's a tough place to race. Uh, as a fan's perspective, it looks like it's very tough to race because it looks like you can get stuck battling the same guy for four, five, six laps, and then while you're doing that, the guy in front of you is pulling away. Yeah, yeah, that that's especially, especially tough. When uh, the beginning of the season, we had we had plenty of green 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 checkered races. Um, so uh, so so coming from the back, starting fifteenth, thirteenth, and you, you get caught up battling somebody for four laps or so. You go down stretches out in front of you a little bit more, and then it's harder to run him down. So um, a lot of nights like that where where you just battle too much for too long with one guy. Um, it's honestly just trying to get get through as quick as you can, and and um, that that's what that's what you see go down very very good with at, at Bridgeport. He he just gets through the field like like nobody else there. Um, so I kind I kind of watch watch him when when I'm there, and and I, I want to take a few notes from that, um, and and try and get through the field a little bit quicker. I'm spending less time battling with people, so just learn, learning week in and week out, and trying to watch the other drivers with more experience and see what they do. Now uh, you talk about Bridgeport going green to check it a bunch of times, and now there's a huge controversy on the interweb. Yeah, because I guess, and I don't know, I don't know which direction this is going. I heard that Doug is going to throw a competition caution halfway through the race. I heard that he was going to, and everybody was going to is complaining, so now he's not going to. So what if let's just say he decides to throw the competition yellow each for each feature if there isn't a caution? What's your thoughts on it? Do you agree? Do not agree. Uh, I know your mom has already voiced her displeasure, or no, 
Your mom's on board with it. Your mom's on board. My, with my, my, yeah, yeah. My my mother my mother has has her own opinions just like we have ours. But um, but but as for as for the the competition caution, Doug was listening to to some of the drivers last year. It it, it all comes from him just trying to make it better for for the racers. Um, and so last year we had all those green checkered races where you'd see uh, me and, and go down and. Um, Buffalino start 15th, 13th, and 14th, and then we just run out of time because there's no, there's no cautions throughout the race. So I get where he was coming from with this, but um, we'll uh, I, I I can actually settle the issue now. So um, ask me to tell you guys that he is getting rid of that competition process. Oh, right. So, so he is he heard the. The drivers um, and, and a lot of people, a lot of people's concerns. My my my, my uh, phone keeps on switching between my iPhone and, and my headphones. Um, <laughs> did you did, did you hear what was the last thing that you heard from me? I heard everything. Uh, uh, the whole thing. So, yeah, 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 getting rid of it. So, so yeah, so yes, but but like that that's that's the the honestly one of the best things about racing at Bridgeport is you have. The management that that wants to do good for the drivers, and he's made it clear all year that that he's there to to try and um, benefit us so that we can benefit them. Um, and he heard our concern our concerns, and and uh, he's he's going to get rid of that rule. Yeah, I um I uh, when I first heard about it, I was like, what the hell? And then like I thought about it, and I was reading other people's comments. I'm like, all right, well he's trying to protect the racers and their motors and like, I understand parts are hard to get. So I was like, all right, well, I'm, I'm open to trying it for a couple of weeks and see what happens, you know? So it's, it's, it is nice that you have a, an owner slash promoter that's constantly asking yeah. the drivers, what can be done better? What can help you get through the year? Yeah. I, I, I know I definitely had, had mixed feelings on the issue. There were some people that were very staunch against it. Some people that, that supported this rule a lot. Um, I, I didn't really have any particular feeling towards it because I had races where I was super frustrated that I couldn't get to the front fast enough, just ran out of time with no cautions. Um, and, and there were times where I uh, wish there weren't cautions. So, so I, I mean, it, we, we know what we're, we know what we're getting into when we're when we're going to the races, and um, sometimes there, there's caution, sometimes there's not, and uh, we just gotta live with it. So it's racing; it's part of it. Yeah, true. Yeah. So Ryan, how was your experience down at Cherokee Speedway, and will you be sending Dave Sealing a Christmas card this year? <laughs> <laughs> well. well uh, I, I mean, uh, let, let me get one thing clear. We every single one of us drivers knew what we were getting into um, going down there. We knew it was a draw race for, right from the beginning, and we all went down there. Um, ultimately, at, at at the end of the day, it's 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 Dale's rules. It's his call, and and are we going to go back if, if if it's a draw? Probably, <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, I, I it, it kind of sucks that that the most nerve-wracking part is is of the race weekend is at the draw um oh, i bet but but oh yeah at at, at at the end of the day day is an amazing an amazing promoter i mean he's built that i mean now three great series he had um short the north series the south series um the elite series and and he he's bringing modified racing to to the next level so um yes he is it, 
you know, if 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 that if that's what he he thinks is is the is the right way, we'll we'll still support him. Um, now, are we going to go to a show in four hours away? That's a draw race, probably not, um, because it, it's to us it, it wouldn't be worth it to drive four hours if if um, and your night could be over by by the pick of a number. Um, it's tough. But I, I mean. I mean, as for for down at Cherokee, we un- unloaded um, with a really fast race car, made some changes, we tried some things. The car got faster, made some more changes, and car got even faster. Um, and I, I felt like we we had the best car there. Um, and just going up and, and picking in the back, starting in the back, hard to pass um, in my heat at, at least. Um, some some heats were easy to pass, some some heats. Mine seems to seem like it. It was is a little bit harder. Um, and then with, with the Kasi, when your series past series champion starts 13th and finishes 13th, uh, I mean that kind of tells you something as well. So um, I mean I I know I, I would prefer uh, time trials. Um, I, I think that that's that's more fair uh, to the people that in, invest as much time and, and energy into, into getting our race cars as, as fast as we can, putting in the extra hours in the shop. Um, if if Matt Shepard wants to put in an extra five hours in the shop than me, um, he deserves to be three-tenths faster than me in time trials. You know? Right. So, um, I mean, that that's my own fault. Right. So, I, I mean, I, I get where, where you're coming from. You, you don't want to discourage uh, – newer drivers to, to come in, to come to the series. And um, some people feel like the draw, the, the draw benefits them. Um, More than a break. I, 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 yeah. I get that too, but. I can uh, name somebody. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I, I don't really like it, but we're still going to support him. Um, we'll still go to the races. Just, we'll probably pick and choose some of the farther ones if it's attractive. Like Mike Mahe, I think I heard him, him say something um, that if the track is far away and known to be hard to pass. He's, he's probably not going to go if it's a draw race. Um, if the track is racy, um, like Utica is, is very racy. We got mm-hmm. four hours and I, I can, I can see myself go, go into that race because I know that that, that, that track you, you can come through the field. Um, but at, at like another at a track like Cherokee where it's a little bit harder, I, I can I might not drive the twelve hours next time. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I don't blame you. What what I like the USAC for, format, like you know, the fastest guy it like they that they time trial then invert the heats off the fat uh by their times. What do you think of that? Uh you know, I I, I like that too. Um Brett had that in the South series a couple of years ago where where we would uh, draw for our heat race groups, um, and then do time tra- time hot laps, group time hot laps, and then the top mm-hmm. three um, in time would invert for the heat races. So you wouldn't have the fastest guy starting on the pole; you'd have um, three turn runs. Yeah, that's, I so, think that's so, I think that's a good idea. I think that's pretty fair, and it gives the the guys who don't time as well a chance up front to get in, and so on. I, I don't know. I like that format better myself. But hey, Brett's going to do what Brett's going to do. He's been successful, and it is what it is. Yeah, yeah, I, I respect him. He built he built these series up. Um, yeah, we've been with him from from for a while and supported him, and and we're going to continue to do so. 
So if you're going to continue to support Dea, does that mean you're racing this weekend? Uh, uh, Keelan's Grove and, and Port Royal, that's the plan yeah. as of now. Um, hopefully okay. the rain holds off. And uh, if, if there's a very, very heavy, heavy chance of rain, um, then hopefully toss it early. But but uh, I'd like to race this weekend and get some more laps and I want to make up for, for Cherokee. So what were your plans for April 2nd then? April second. Um, I'm I'm kind of torn. I, I really like I really want to do the, the elite races. Um, but I'm also fast. I'm I'm also fast at Grandview. I'm really fast at Grandview. So. Um, yeah, I hear you. <laughs> right right now I'm I'm kind of out out of the chase for the elite series for after Cherokee. So I mm-hmm. I, I I don't know if I'm going to go up there. Grandview's a thousand to take so. the green. Grandview is a thousand to take green. It is. It is. Um, Orange Ailton County's twenty five thousand to win. That's also true. Um, so, so we're April second still up in the air. Um, it's kind of like a fifty fifty at this point for me. But okay. uh, uh, on, on, on my schedule right now is Orange County. So either either race you go to on April second is going to be a scout field. Oh yeah. Well, it's going to be a scout yeah. field. Grandview's going to have a scout uh, yeah. field. Orange yeah. County, Tampa, Southfield, both yeah. places are going to be. Oh, it's going to be yeah, a lot of talent. Pretty much, yeah. Pretty much, whoever whoever doesn't go to Orange County is going to um, Grandview. Grand, yeah, yep. Oh, for sure. That's that's safe. That's safe to say. Yeah. Yeah. So you're going to get their typical regulars, and then they're going to pull from um, probably a lot of the American racer drivers or, or the spec drivers around here. I first forgot that Australians an American racer race too. So, are you running um, Big Diamond Weekly Friday nights this year? Um, we're gonna. Uh, I I don't have weekly plans for there. Um, okay. I, I do plan on going there quite a bit. I I want to start off the season there. Um, but it, this this season with with everything with the cost of racing as it is and uh, yeah. trying trying to rebuild everything here, um, it's gonna be hard to to do Diamond on Friday nights, especially for for taking off of work. Um, getting up there and then getting home at like two thirty in the morning. Oh yeah, that's no good. Yeah, on Sunday, right? And and I'd like to, I'd like to do a lot more Georgetown races. So um, there are oh, a lot that's of cool. Good. Races. Yeah, Georgetown's one of my favorite tracks. So I, I'd I like too. to do do the full season down there. Uh, you're gonna do action track again this year on a weekly basis. Uh, actually, yeah, yeah, we are. We're planning on doing action track and following the whole speedster tour. Um, oh, nice. nice. So, 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 yeah, so that should be fun and exciting for this year. We're going to do um, a lot more open wheel racing with that stuff, and uh, it's probably it, it it will take away from some of the midweek shows because some of them do conflict, and um, this, we're going to have to deal with the speeds on those ones. But um, I, I think we're going to have some fun. Well, so I'll uh, see I'll see you at Blooming. Uh, what is it? Blooming Grove, Bloomington. Oh, Bloomsburg? Uh, Bloomsburg, that's it. Bloomsburg on January 19th with the Eastern Storm then. January 19th, yeah. bro? We talked Our, about that. <laughs> wow. I had, a long, I had a long day. I work with a – never mind. June 19th, Father's Day. Yeah, if you want to go up there in January, go ahead. Yeah, that should be next year. Yeah, that should be interesting. The, the speed stirs with I, – I, I think that that track has 
better suited for open wheel um, with the, with this tie as as it is. But from the last time I went there, I believe they put banking in it. So so I'm excited to to see uh, how it races with those things and then go back there with modified. Now, uh, as far as weekly shows at Bridgeport this year, I don't think there's a whole lot for the modifieds. Correct? They changed everything around this year. So like yeah. uh, World Outlaws and I don't know who's running with the, the USAC this year. Maybe Sportsman, but yeah, I, th- I, th- I think a lot of the um, those midweek shows, the, the Sportsman or Street Facts or something, are going to accompany it. But um, the modifieds are going to be there quite a bit. Uh, I mean, not not nearly as much as last year um, for the weekly stuff. But for I, honestly, with with the way that this season's looking right now, I think that that might be um, a benefit to to the um, the average racer there to um, have a little, some fewer midweek shows and fewer costs. I mean, the cost of racing has gone up tremendously this year. So uh, yep. we're going to have to watch that and see how that factors into everything. Uh, looking like another scout field this year at Bridgeport Weekly, too. A lot, a lot, a lot. Yeah, at Billy Jr. At Billy Jr. Billy Jr., Danny Buck. Um, quite a few drivers coming, coming to Bridgeport this year. Not many leaving. Uh, we're going to have a good field. It's going to be tough, and I, I yeah. think that it's it's going to be the toughest field and definitely around here. Um, oh, I, sure, I, I, agree. I think that, it, that that this year definitely kicks, takes the cake from, from Grandview uh, as for, for our tracks around here. Um, but I like it. I, I love Bridgeport. I think that um, I think we're going to put on some, some good races for the fans. And it might be tough. It's going to be hard but but we're going to have to have to work hard at it and try and try and put her in victory lane um you getting behind the wheel of anything else this year other than the mod and the and the speedster um i as of right now that's that's just the plan um with modified the speedster things can come up um we we've been talking about some some other things but um not quite sure yet honestly I was like, uh, I think you'd do well in a in a wingless sprint car. Just saying. Wingless sprint car. Yeah, uh, I think that, be, that that might that that might be a tough sell to my father. I'll, I'll, I'll call him right I'll now. I'll talk to Mike. We'll talk to Mike. <laughs> I'll, I'll message him in a little while. Yeah, I think I yeah. think it'd be great. I think it'd be great. I think you'd do well in one. Come on, Mike. What's one more car? <laughs> like like a wingless three sixty. You know, running yeah. USAC, the USAC East Coast. That costs more than your house, but so what? <laughs> so, is there anything you guys... What's that? Uh, sorry? You I was going to say... Oh, I was going to say, is there anything you guys as racers can do to help combat the the cost of racing? Or is it just kind of one of those things where it's, it is what it is, we got to just suck it up and... Other than you know, obviously scaling your schedule way back, but I mean, outside of that, I mean, it is what it is, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, there's not much that you could really do besides reusing old stuff that that we normally get new. Um, the, the cost of bodies has gone up this year, so normally you'd see everybody put new skins on their car, and, and that's probably going to be a cost that a lot of people are going to cut back on um, and just mm-hmm. run the same thing from last year. Uh, racing fuel keeps on going up over and over and over again. So who knows what it's going to be by the 
by the time we're halfway through the season, tires have gone up. Um, yep, all petroleum. Yeah, yeah, D- diesel fuel's gone up to get get to the races. Yep. It's it, yeah, it's it's going to be a difficult season, and, and we, who knows what kind of shortages they might they might uh, come upon. So now um, it's just going to be just trying to conserve your stuff as much as possible. On a on an average weekly Saturday night show. What's on average? How much fuel do you use? Um, at at Bridgeport. Yeah. Uh, probably twelve, twelve, fifteen gallons. And that, and it's maybe. probably it's probably what twelve, fifteen with, dollars with a the, gallon. With, with with the spec car, when we're going down to Georgetown and racing my four thirty, that we're putting we're filling that tank to pretty much the brim. That, that 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 we we found that out at uh at Georgetown last year and I got DQ. <laughs> so what's the price per gallon of race fuel these days? I don't know what what it was last time. I it's it, uh, I I know that the guy that we get our fuel from put out a memo saying that um he's gotten like two price hikes in the past like two weeks. So um, uh, I I don't know what it is right now, uh, but I, I can look into it later. What do you guys buy a 55 gallon drum at a time? Yeah, roughly buy a 55 gallon drum, and that that saves some of the cost um, just by buying it in bulk. But right, right, right. It, it's the price the price of that's going up by that'll probably go up by roughly a third by middle of the season. Wow, oh, I'm, I'm thinking. Sure. Yeah, wow. Uh, the cost of everything is just skyrocketing. Skyrocketing. Yeah. Everything's yeah. delivered. Yeah, so racing as much as we do, we're we're getting two drums delivered every probably month. Two. So. Ooh. Need to switch to them yeah. electric electric race cars. No, stop it with that, Liam. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah. Don't go there. Don't go there. Yeah, shit and pants wants that. <laughs> Yeah, so, so, so the, I mean, the, the thing that that we're doing to try and try and save things is to stock up on some things that we know normally go bad during the season. Right. Um, stuff that might be harder to come by, um, just so that we have spares for the rest of the season, um, and and hopefully we we get through it. Yeah, I do. But, oh my god, so, I can only imagine. That's, that's rough. That, oh it's going to be like you said. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting year for everybody, with the cost going up, this that, and the other thing. See who's gonna be doing what and schedule oh, cutbacks God. and all that stuff. It's gonna be God, interesting. God forbid somebody loses a motor early in the season. That could be their yeah, whole year. They could be done. That could be they could done. be done early. Not only just because of cost, yeah. but parts avail- availability on the parts. Yeah, it's like when can I get another motor? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah and and when when it what it comes down to is that there's. Some of the bigger teams that ha- have a little bit of redundancy and have backup motors, um, but the smaller teams that that help fill that help pack the fields, um, help fill the field. Yeah. Or if yeah. one of their motors go, that field size shrinks. They oh, yeah. don't have backups. I, I mean, if if the car counts dwindle at some of the racetracks, it, it might it might be hard for some of them to stay open. So um, hopefully yeah. everything goes smooth and and, and yeah. we can. We can keep 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 everyone everyone's equipment um, strong throughout the season, and uh, 
hopefully ours is good. Well, that that brings me back to another question because you know it kind of goes back to the whole Bridgeport wanting to throw the competition caution and everything. Is Bridgeport hard on motors? I mean, is that thing wound up the whole time? Is it? I mean, I know it's a racing motor; they're supposed to be built for that. But is it? Is it? A, is the track relatively tough on motors? I'm, is Bridgeport going to be tougher on motors than the average track? Yeah, yeah, probably. Um, but my motor that I ran all last season had uh, 1,300 laps on it by the end of the season. Oh, um, before good. we pulled that, and it and it was running strong the whole time. So. Um, no, normally, when when people are are saying that that they're hard on motors, it's when you're turning them hard, and and it it mm-hmm. can be tough on the valve springs. Um, mm-hmm. So as as long as you put put the right stuff stuff in your engines, and um, we saw we saw minimal drop off in, in the um, valve spring rate. So um, our our stuff stayed strong. Hopefully, it stays strong this year. Just put put the good stuff. Put put the good parts in, in, in your stuff, and, and they're going to pay off in the long run. But um, now, yeah, you're 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 pretty you're you're not wide open, but you're you're on the gas quite a bit at Bridgeport, especially around the top. Yeah, now on on a in a sealed spec motor, are you are you allowed to change valve springs? <gasps> yeah, 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 we're allowed to change valve springs. Okay. Um. Yeah, yeah. So, so we're we're allowed the the things that sealed the head sealed, timing cover sealed. Um, so, so valve springs we can we can swap them out because if if they drop if the valve springs drop off, that's what's gonna what that's what's gonna cause um, something to go on the top end. So, so you want to make sure that those are pretty on point, and then that that that's what's gonna uh, affect the the um, performance of your motor. I know uh, crate guys change their valve springs quite often, like every three races or so. Yeah, and you is, saw is, what happened. Yeah, is, you know, is that something that you guys would do as well if you change valve springs every so many races, or is it kind of like you just test them if they're good, you keep them in, or? No, the 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 that motor with the thirteen fourteen hundred laps on it had the original valve springs in it. Nice. So those valve springs had thirteen fourteen hundred laps on it with no drop off. Nice. So yeah, yeah, I, I get why the crate guys do it with with um those engines that they're not the same quality parts that that we use, and when you're dealing with lower um powered motors like that, you want to try and get as much as you can. Oh yeah. And if, if the valve springs are dropping off after every server, every couple of races, that can affect the the performance of it. So I I do get why why they they could feel the need to do it, but but we don't. Apparently, all the crate motors that went to Florida were illegal. So, yeah. So there you go. <laughs> yeah. They yeah, changed not only just the valve springs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's an eight thousand dollar bonus for the winner who wins the crate sportsman and passes tech. <laughs> Leave all your four ten sprint car motors at the front desk, please. <laughs> Yeah, it's that's crazy. That's 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 crazy. I just everybody, uh, the whole field, twice. You know. Oh well, I think it was but like every night. We don't know yet. <laughs> we allegedly. <laughs> yeah, I, I I was I was surprised that, that there were that many. Everybody. Motors. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that, yep. It was so yeah, bad. But, they're all at the, they're also DQ for the next two races coming up. It just it just blows my mind. 
that you would travel that far with a motor that you know won't, unless you're completely <laughs> oblivious to the rules. Yeah. Why would you travel that far with a motor that's not going to make it through tech unless you're just like, we're good. We're not going to go. The tech's good. We're going to make it right through. The guy has no idea what he's looking at. He won't care just, about yeah. He won't yeah, notice. Just try this, to distract them as much as possible. <laughs> he won't notice this supercharger mounted on top of the motor. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Dude, the excuse yeah, book is going to be great. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to speculate on their frame of mind. I just know I wouldn't take that. <laughs> yeah. No. No way. No way. Uh, no way. Uh, no, yeah. no, Mr. Techman, that's not a supercharger. That is an extra alternator. Don't worry about it. When he Battery. gets there, if he gets too close, flat, flash and shine the flashlight in his eyes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The the the, pro, yeah. the problem with when you get caught up with with something like that is is you kind of get a dark stain over yourself for a while. So, oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, and then every and then everybody questions whether everything else that you, you've accomplished is legit. So so that that's almost the worst punishment of it. That's All true. The accomplishments are pretty much taken away. Yeah, in the, or at least in the in the eyes of the people. I I I give them. I know it's Daya's series, and Daya's going to do what Daya's going to do. But if it was my series, you got caught cheating. That's an automatic year banned. You're done for a year. Bye. See you next year. Better luck. You know, that's just yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. I I get that. I get that. But uh, I I I think he. I think the Florida trip has has scared everyone enough that that would have those types of motors yeah make sure you're make sure you're to not you're bring good. Him, to not bring them to at least those races yeah they, they might yeah, there you go. Yeah. Shows, but they're not they're not bringing those cars to the Dale races from now on true very true um yeah but at, at, at the end of the day that the whole controversy should make the whole crate class a lot a lot um more even I mean, oh, should I agree. out some of the bad apples I hope so and I and I think you're, I, I think we might we might see some people that that are normally fast slow down. <laughs> some of the days. Sandbagging. Yep. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be fun. So, what was the tire wear like down at Cherokee? Um, feature wise, I don't know. We left, but um. I mean, like for you personally, the heat, because everybody's like, even Matt. Uh, somebody told me that Matt Shepard said there's no way these. T- this right rear is holding up for 50 laps. Yeah, I I was in one of the earlier heat races, um, so my tire wear wasn't too bad. It it got very hot, but um, it didn't really uh, wear down the tire too much. Um, Conti wise, I I was running above the uh, the slick part, so my tire mm-hmm. was a little bit cooler than, than the other people. But the people that were running right through that middle group that that were slicker, where the abrasive stuff was, they did get their tires shit up. Okay. It's all about the heat cycle. But, it's all about the heat cycle. Yeah, yeah, but that 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 was just the difficult thing that with that track was once that groove got created, it was it was pretty pretty much one lane for us. I well, mean, your, your yeah. series your series champion from the previous from the previous season started thirteenth and finished thirteenth in that same time season. Well, I was I was at home and I was watching on Flow and I was literally getting ready to turn the feature off because I was like, this is boring. I'm not gonna watch. 50 laps of just lockdown, one lane, no passing, and then Shepard's like, oh, well, I guess I'll go to the outside and try it. And then the yeah. race yeah, got the, interesting. Dude, the, the feature got good. The feature got good about, yeah, when, yeah, when Shepard 
went up yeah. to the top and showed some of the other guys that that race got a lot better. Um, but but I I think the main the main problem was not not enough drivers were going up to that top groove, oh. and there was there was a lot of bite up there, a lot of bite. Um, and, and if we could have gotten more people to go up there, it would have been enough to clean off the marbles, I think. Um, just with with very few drivers being up there and everybody running that middle groove, they're shooting those marbles up to where you're running. You get less traction. Oh yeah, it makes sense. So mm-hmm. yeah, so that that's where I was fast up top, and and when that that groove got taken away, it was it was difficult because when everybody was on the bottom, it was hard to pass. Um. Uh. First, oh, before we wrap this interview, <laughs> before we wrap this interview up, I need special order T-shirt. Oh, you do. I do. I need a small size for my kid. He's two T. He's a, he's a, going to be two years old. He needs a T. He needs a Ryan Grayson T-shirt. And I think I think the, I think the youth small is going to be too big for him. Oh yeah. He's going to swim in that. He needs a two T T-shirt. All right. So in the next in the next order, we'll tr- we'll put an order in for that. But for now, I'll give you an adult or, or the youth small. How's that sound? Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's going to be way too big for him, uh, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, well, the, the only thing is that the order, the order already came in. Ah, yeah. <laughs> so that's why you're getting it. Yeah. So, yeah. so wait yeah. till he's like my son's age, like eight. He's finally fitting into that. Get him an extra large for when he's like twenty. <laughs> but last, last, last year we had we had to reorder in um in June. Oh, so, okay. so it, we, might, we might be good then. Yeah, we we had two reorders last year, so so I I think hopefully I think he'll be good. Yeah, you're, you guys, ho- I, I mean, ho- hopefully it'll. Hopefully what are we'll like, uh, <laughs> Yeah, you guys hustle from peril. I'll tell you yeah. what. Me, me and Mike reorder once every other year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Not we, our we, shirts. We've been, fortunate, we've been fortunate enough to build up a a very very good oh, yeah. fan base with Bridgeport and Still. Island and around this area. Um, and it's it's that it's definitely pretty cool to to look up when when you're at Diamond and you see the a bunch of bright orange T-shirts throughout the crowd and you go to Grandview, a place where I'm not even where I don't even race weekly and see them throughout oh, the, yeah. throughout the crowd there. Um, it's it's it, it's it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool and it it definitely helps get a little bit on the racetrack too. Like All right, Ryan. Anybody before we let you go? Anybody you want to thank? Uh, all I, I guess all, all of our uh, sponsors, everybody helps us. People over at Bicknell, people over at Tia, um, people at Diggs, Swiss Springs, Morgan Senior Racing Engines. I mean, all these people are, are crucial part in, in helping us get to the best level that that we can. And um, without them, I think it'd be a lot harder to do it. So. Uh, Big thanks to them for sticking with us for for a while, and uh, hopefully, hopefully we'll, we'll put their their brands and uh, names in the winner's circle next year. I hope so, and uh, you know we we greatly appreciate you taking some time out and talking to us again. And uh, yep. as long as long as the weather holds up, I'll see you guys on Saturday, buddy. Yep, sounds good. And then we'll uh, we'll do we'll do a live podcast over the summer like you wanted to do. Yeah, I'm down. 
down. Get yeah, we'll do that. Definitely. All right, I'll see you in April. Yeah, I want to get some fishing in while we're there, too. <laughs> yeah, I want to oh, get yeah. things thawed out over in the backyard. So, all right, all right, buddy, we appreciate you coming on, and uh, uh, best of luck moving forward the rest of the year. All right, thank you. I appreciate it. Yep. Yeah, all buddy. right, bud. Take care. Yeah. All right, bye. Hollywood, Ryan Crazy. I don't like that. The OG. We, we got to come up with a nickname for him. I don't. I don't, I don't like. Hollywood. I don't like Hollywood. No. That's no. But I, I'll. I'll. We'll, we'll. We'll come up with something. Yeah. We'll. We'll think. We'll sleep on it. Now, just think, we got to personally thank the creatures, first of all, for, like, adopting me and you. Well, first of all, we wouldn't have a podcast if it wasn't for them, probably. They yeah, started, so that's... They started this yeah. whole thing. Like, we all just had... All because Ryan wanted to talk to us. Or actually, he stood there and talked to us. And it was yeah, on from like, there. Oh, well, yeah, we were at New Egypt, so what, like... They closed it. They kicked us out. Yeah. They kicked so, us out. So, for anybody that doesn't know the backstory... So we go to New Egypt, uh, what was that, 2019? Yeah, it was Legends of the Fall. That was no, it was when 2018. The, it was 2018. Yeah, so, yeah, 20, yes. Yeah, end of 2018. So end of 2018, we go to New Egypt for the Legends of the Fall race. That's where Billy Jr. stumped me three times. Billy Jr. wins the race, and yep. we go back into the pits after the racing's over, and we joke around with Billy for a minute, I believe. He, he, yeah, talk, he stopped, he stopped no, me. He, he talked to me. I talked to Billy that night. Yeah, Billy. He just like for for briefly, a couple seconds or whatever. And uh, I don't I don't even know how we started talking to Ryan, but we ended up. He was standing to him. there. We just yeah. started talking to him, and we started talking like, to him. And we stood there for a good two hours talking to him, and we were just spitballing things, and we were just picking his brain about different things, and he was giving us all kinds of great feedback, and then we're like, shit, we should probably start doing well, this. Just why not? Start interviewing all kinds of drivers. Yeah, and we so they we got invited down to their shop at, at their house in the Shannick. Yeah, they invited us. That, over that was through. That was before we. Yeah, so we did it through uh, we the fans group. We did something kind of live. It was just basically us hanging out, bullshitting with them. And ever since then, it's just they. We go see them, or Mike can see them more because he lives down there now. I moved back to New York. But they're always talking, always taking care of us, always hooking us up, and always inviting us down. And the following year, right, the following year we did the live show. Actually, we yeah. went on live with Ryan. That was COVID. I think we had a, he was our first one on the phone. And then we did something live, and it was live first, then the phone. Was, we we kicked was, this it off. Was, it was live. Uh, it was group. Act, it, was act, the, it was the group. Then, then the podcast. Then he was our first driver. Yeah, he was podcast, our first, very first driver. Because we did a couple episodes with no drivers, just talk about racing. Yeah. And they were like, oh, Which yeah, wasn't why bad. It but... wasn't bad. And then we're like, oh, why don't, why don't we get drivers on? And then we're like, all right, we'll, well let's it. reach out to Creighton first and see what he says. And he said, yeah, and, you know, uh, great family. Uh, anytime, anytime I was at the track, if I got a pit pass, I'll go over to Pitts and say hi to Mike and Cody and uh, Trish is usually out front selling T-shirts. I'll, I make a point to stop by and say hi to her. And and uh, great, great all-around family and racing. Great, great people to be around. A lot of fun. Uh, so we greatly enjoy talking to Ryan as much as we can. So I wish them all the best. Yeah, they're, they're, they're just a good crew. I, I just like being around them. It's a lot. We always have a good time with them. Always. Oh, sure. Sure. Always. I was, the first, what was the first night we went there? 
that first time we went there, we got there at twelve o'clock in the afternoon. We didn't leave till what midnight. Yeah, we just yeah, we're like oh, we're gonna get out of here. It was like we we're watching dirt racing. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, we had a good time. Pollution. That was a yeah. blast. Was a, like after this heat race, I was like trying to get. I was getting trying to get home. I was like an hour and a half from home, and we were having our uh, the very next morning. We were having our gender reveal party for Parker. He wasn't That's born right, yet. Yeah. So Tara's like, where the hell are you? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Our phones are blowing up with our women in there. Yeah. Um, I, th- I thought you guys were going there for like an hour and a half. Well, <laughs> well see what the happened. interview was, was an hour and a half. Right. So then we decided that, well, we had to eat. We, we can't say no. They bought like five pizzas. And then there's so a lot of stuff no. to talk about off the record. You know, we can't yeah, share we all can't the repeat. No. no. So, I had to erase those pictures underneath the car, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, delete the email we were sending to T.O. Yeah, so I picked out, check this out. So, um, yeah, yeah whoever, so gets no. us, whoever gets us to jack it first, you know. <laughs> so, no, no it's, just, it's a good time. So, I, I, I enjoy yeah. uh, interviewing Ryan. and um, I'll tell you what, that kid's a genius, too, when it comes to... So racing and setups and the way he has everything set up on his iPad and everything, it blows your mind. You're just like, holy shit. Here's here's a a guy that's, when we first started talking to him and we went to a shop, he was, what, 21? And he had everything laid out. He had everything laid out in his iPad and everything for setups for this, setup for that, setup for this condition, setup for that condition. It's like, dude, there's probably guys that have been racing their entire life and don't even have this. Like just the, his organization and his attention to detail is crazy. He's got to win a lot of races. All he needs that little breakthrough. It's like he's there. You know, he's there. He just he's just got to break. Once he gets that that momentum going, I think he's gonna he's gonna tear some shit up. I think so too. I, I think uh, he's man. close. So and close. And he's so fast everywhere he goes. Yeah. Car sometimes, you know, with him, sometimes it's just stupid shit. Yeah, or, you know, David Schultz hey. trying to take the hell out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know what that was about. Oh, the heat cycle ran out. I couldn't, yeah, no, shut up. That, that wasn't very thrilling. No, <laughs> no. What took place after in the pits, that was kind of thrilling. Yeah. No, nothing happened. No, nothing, nothing happened. Ryan, Ryan, um, no. So, uh, I see Mr. Anthony Prego was in the Vinny Salerno Ford Georgetown for the Spec Smallbox race. Yeah, there he got was. Himself, got, got himself a, a decent finish. Got a little shakedown run, you know what I mean? Yeah. He, yeah, be, I, I, gonna, I expect a big, I'm not saying he didn't have a big year last year. He's going to do some big things this year. He's going to win the Smallbox Championship again at Orange County. I'll tell you that right I now. Think, I think he down. might even take the big block, too. The only thing is with the big block is the stupid playoff system. So you that last race, you have one bad race, and there goes the championship. You know what I mean? Bye-bye, yeah. So that's the um, only reason I won't pick him as a repeat for the big block. It's just because that last championship race, God forbid he gets a flat tire or, you know what I mean? So, I predict they might go to be there to be uh, in the hunt for the big block. I, I think Goler's got to be there. I, 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 you know, in I all honesty, like you said with the – yeah, and all Mike, and he's very consistent. Look, his first full time season there, he finished third in big in points. 
He's not, I don't think he's super accustomed to a big block as often, but now, now coming up to New York and get a little more seat time behind a big block and, you know, our, our slicker the, tracks and stuff. And on the and a full season in Orange County. Yeah, and on Hoosiers. So the guy, I'm tell, he's going to be there. And he's and he's doing a Super Dirt Series this year, too, full-time. Yeah, full-time, full-time. So, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, the, uh, a couple of years ago, the Super Dirt Car Series, they were lacking drivers, I think, like, like oh, 20, yeah. 2018-ish, I think they had, like, yeah, 10 full-time drivers. And yeah, I think it wasn't good. Up, I, I think they're in the 20s now for full-time drivers. That I think once you start, yeah, you up into purses and... Yeah, shit like that. Yeah, I think they're up to like 20, 20 drivers or so. That's that's pretty good for a traveling series. I mean, yeah, World Outlaw Sprint Car drivers don't even have twenty full time drivers. Oh, that well, they're all over the country. Yeah, I mean, not saying up well, yeah, 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 yeah. And, and Canada too. That's that's quite yeah. a bit, also. Yeah, they don't even have, and they pay big money. You know what I mean? That championship pays oh, over a, yeah. a couple hundred thousand to win. Yeah. Um, oh. I don't know. I, I think. I think Kohler is uh, a rookie. I, I think Prego might be a rookie too. Believe it or not, he I is, don't know. He is. I'm not. For Super so Dirt, yeah, for Super Dirt Series, yeah. So between the two of them, who do you see taking Rookie of the Honor, uh, Rookie of the Award, Rookie of the Year Award? Um, tough. <laughs> it is tough, but I think Prego has the edge because he's seen yeah. a lot of those tracks. Yeah, and he's, he's a New York guy, so he's yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. You know, so a lot of those tracks they're going to go to, he's been there before. He's raced them to where there's going to be a lot of tracks Coolers probably never been to. Yeah, so that's true. Gets him a slight edge. Not only that, but I don't know what Prego versus Coolers experiences in distance races, but they change some of those distances. But then, like you get again, like Shepard said, it's kind of a smoke show because uh, they don't count cautions versus counting cautions, and it's it's kind of like the distance not may not have necessarily changed. It looks like it right. changed on paper, but in reality, it didn't really. Change, yeah, yeah. So. After Matt, yeah, actually, Matt, the way Matt laid it, I was like, oh, you know what? That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um. I, yeah, I say pray. I, I I think Mike's first full year, if he just whatever he decides next year, um, he's I, he's gonna it's gonna be respectable. You know what? I I really want to see go down back on the tour. I would too. The guy I right now, love, uh, he's, it, he's, he's the hottest races, driver. He's on fire. He's on he's fire. The, he's the hottest guy in modified racing right now. And Period. It started, it started with the. It started with. He dominated. Well, he dominated Bridgeport last year. Yeah. He won seven points races at Bridgeport last year. Yes. Yeah. That's pure domination. And then, and, and, yeah. the case is and, and then he goes to occasion. Yeah, occasionally yeah, he goes down there and dominates, wins. There. Everything minus the the big race that Shepard won, um, yeah, and, and then goes down and I think I don't remember if he went to Florida or not. I don't remember if I saw him at All Tech or not either. Yeah, I, I think remember. he went then he, to Cherokee. Then he goes to Cherokee, definitely Cherokee, and wins yeah. the twenty five thousand to win race, the inaugural, the inaugural Elite Series race. And you're talking the best of best drivers at that race. You're talking he bested out 61 or 62 other drivers. That's phenomenal. And, and that was one hell of a field. You guys, you had guys oh representing gosh. Afton. You had South Region guys like Billy Jr. Uh, dude, like every dirt guy, Britton, Phelps, uh, Cor Shepard, Friesen, those guys, uh, Mahaney. 
Ronnie uh, Johnson, H- Mark Johnson. Ronnie Johnson, Mark Johnson, another great uh, capital district drivers, H.J. Bunting from Delaware. Watts, it was the cream. Uh, that's, as a like, fan, that's what I love to see. It's everybody. Oh, oh we yeah. had a Canadian guy there, too. Actually, Not those, besides uh, the reason. Well, those two Canadian Ba-da-ba-ba. guys. The number well, somebody, 35. Somebody else was there from Canada, too, I thought. I think there was another guy from Canada. Oh, Matt Williams, who was down oh, there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we can forget about Matt. Forget about my boy. Never about my boy, he, money, Matt. That's because he, he had a quiet weekend. It was the, it was respectable, but yeah, it he was finished, quiet. He finished, he finished top ten, but it was just quiet. Like he didn't. Yeah, know. it was just. Yeah, it, like he was going through the motions down there. Yeah, so um, he'll be at. Uh, I'm pretty sure he's going to be at Sealand's Grove this weekend too. All right, remember last year, same race, Sealand's Grove. That track was rough. Yeah, it's because the day race. Yeah, so racing's hot laps are at like noon. Or one o'clock or some shit. I guess I don't know just, what's gonna be like this year. I mean, well, we here's the, I was just and, well, we'll see. We did, and I was just looking at Sealand's, Sealand's Grove's weather, and they're calm for rain Thursday, Friday, and there's a slight chance of Saturday, but the chance is going down. So, dude, all that rain going into that weekend, uh, it could I, make. I, they might call it. Yeah, they may, because it could be a rough track. Saturated. Oh, yeah, it might be saturated. Like, there's nothing we can do with this. Because you can't prep it ahead of time now, because you can't open the no. track up with that rain coming. So it's got to be sealed uh-huh. over. Uh-huh. We'll so see what happens. Able, you're not going to be able to prep the track until that morning. It's a it's so, a beautiful facility. Is it? I've never been. Yeah. Oh, it's got, there was a stunt driver, popular stunt driver. I think he's known Joey Chitwood. Hollywood said he, he designed the track, and I think he won the Indianapolis 500, but I could be wrong on that. So he designed a track. Track's been around since 1946. Jeff Gordon's raced there. Mario Andretti's raced there. Uh, A.J. Foyt's raced there. So, so, yeah, a lot of history uh, at that track. It's, two and a half uh, hours. It's a beautiful facility. Yeah, it's two and a half hours for me, uh, and pits open at 11, so I'll probably leave my house at like 9 o'clock in the morning Saturday to go. Yeah. That's crazy to leave that early and go to a race, but whatever. I'll be home by seven o'clock at night. You'll see. You'll see. You'll see. I think you'll like. It, it's really cool. It, it's big. It's a half mile. Yeah. It, so I think it, it, like it. it pretty much it pretty much came down to my wife's work schedule. She either works Saturday or Sunday. Yeah. And she's working Sunday this weekend, so I'm going Saturday. Otherwise, I'd probably go to Port Royal over Sealand. I just go, go to Port Royal. Yeah. Um, so if Sealand's Grove runs, if, if runs, who are you taking? Oh, man. Last Benny race. Champs, Andy yeah, and last, last last year was a good race. I mean, it was a rough track, but it was a racy rough track. Yeah. And it, it came down to the end between Buchetti, Shepard, and maybe Money Matt. I think they I were all three. Matt. Yeah. I don't, I don't remember yes. who. They were all three, or no, it was Perego. I think it was Perego, Bichetti, and Shepard. They were all right there at the end, and uh, and uh, Bichetti got it. Um, and it's tough. It's tough, it's tough, it's tough. But I'm going with Perego right out of the gate, picking up a win in the... I don't know if he's going to be in the Salerno ride or if he's going to be in the... Uh, the probably the 44. That might have to be the 44. I got Perego picking up a win early. I'm gonna go with Billy Jr. He's consistent. He's been getting, and he's yeah, been, I, he's another he's, one that's been on fire this year. Consistency, consist. Yeah, I'm gonna go. With, I'm gonna go with Billy Jr. 
All right. Port Royal should be a go. There's no, I, don't, I haven't seen any chance of rain Sunday. Sunday, I think, is supposed to be gorgeous, too, like 60 degrees. Yes. Uh, I, can, I can double check that real quick. But, yeah, I think it's supposed to be okay. I mean, anything above freezing at this point, I'll take. I'm going to pick go now for Port Royal. So, uh, sunny and 55 on Sunday. That's pretty Royal. good. That's yeah. But Port Royal, um, Port Royal right now is calling for rain Thursday, Friday, Saturday. But each day is forty. It's only a forty percent chance each day. Oh, so. We'll see what happens. If if this weekend runs, I'll take Billy Junior Saturday, and I'm going to take Go Down on Sunday. And I right, see. I, I took two South Region guys. I it. I I can't bet against Money Man at Port Royal. Duh. He's, dude, he's uh, so good there. He's yeah, so good there. I, I know. I know. He's so good at Port Royal. And he'll be in the Barons three cars, so. All right. If he goes. Yeah, if know, he, he goes. He, does, he doesn't go to all the South races, but. No. Um, I feel like I did see a post. I think he was like. The other day. I thought I saw a post about him either going or not going. We'll see. I can't remember. I'm pretty, pretty. I yeah. Got yeah, he's going. He shared a post about it. All right. So there you go. You're going to take my boy. Yeah, they're both what? They're, are they both? Are they 50 lap races? I believe so. 50 laps, 5,000 to win. Wasn't one of them shorter? Might be. I'm trying to pull it up real quick. I just, I can't remember. I have a terrible memory. So Georgetown, uh, Melvin Joseph Memorial got obviously weathered out. So here you go, Mike. Towards the, in October alone, by itself, you have three Elite Series races now. You have the speech, 200. showcase 200 at uh, what do you call it? At uh, oh no, yeah, we'll at, find a 200 Royal. first. Find a 200, yeah, that's late September though, isn't it? Well, when uh, yeah, well, the New Yorker's in September, the New Yorker, which is yeah, so they're all, kind of, all right, so the last four are all crunched together the New Yorker, Utica Rome, find a 200. Uh, the Speed Showcase at Port Royal and uh, the makeup uh, Georgetown. So you know what that's going to do for Georgetown? Um, not Georgetown usually pulls a big car count at, at the yeah. Melvin Joseph Memorial race. So yeah. For, cause for, um, when it comes down to October for the uh, Bay Lake Bay Lake Championship weekend, the car count drops off dramatically. Now with that twenty-five thousand to win, I think that's going to bump that. Count so there's a lot like towards so, the end of this year you got the Sixer, the Utica Rome, big uh, Mr. Dirt USA race, uh Eastern States Super Dirt Week, their satellite shows, the two the two races that I mentioned, uh, Fonda Port Royal and now the Melvin Joe. There's a lot of big money races coming up. So it, it just uh, at the end of this towards the end of the year. 
So ceilings grove on Saturday is 40 laps. 40 000, laps, okay. 5,000 to win modified, and then uh, 25 laps, 1,500 to win for the sportsman. Just a two-class show. And then Sunday is 5,000 to win for 40 laps for the modified. No sportsman Sunday at uh, Port Royal. It's uh, 30 laps, super late models featured. Oh, cool. That's cool. The ULMS. ULMS. Yeah, ULMS. Ultimate late model series. So that'd be cool. I'll be watching that on Flow, but that'd be cool. Yeah. I'll be um, watching Grow on Flow, too. And then the following weekend is the opener at Bridgeport. March which, 26th? Yes, which they're having the IMCA modified for the first time ever, uh, which I wasn't super excited for, except Kenny Schrader's coming to race. Well, yeah, you get to say you saw Kenny Schrader race on dirt. That's awesome. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. Um, I'll um, probably be there for that, the Saturday portion of that show, too. Yeah, I'll be at which, the Orange County Fair Speedway Car Show. And then the following week, Orange County Park Play By the way, everybody, look for our pit walks, too. Yes. Because we're going to be at... So, the mouth will be at Orange County April 2nd for, well, I guess, round three, but now it's really round two of, of the Helmar Short Track Super Series Elite Series. Mike the, Clark will be at Seals Grove for the South Region Short Track Super Series race. <clears throat> and then we'll just take it from there, kids. Yeah, hopefully I'll make it to Bridgeport the following weekend, too, but no promises. I might be there for opening for uh, opening points night in Orange County the following week on April 9th. We'll see. More than likely, yeah. But All right, kids. For Michael Clark Griswold. I'm the mouth, Brian Hustlinger, and you've been Black Flag. Shut the f*** up!